0: Hi everybody, welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 366, December 31st, Revelation 20-22, to 22, Making All Things New. Overview, the consummation of God's judgment includes the doom of two other enemies of humankind, the devil and death. They are cast into the lake of fire, 20, 10, and 14 which paves the way for the introduction of a new heaven and earth where there is no night, no tears, no pain, no sun, no moon, a place where nothing evil will be allowed to enter, Twenty-one, twenty-seven. Once again, God and his people live in perfect, unbroken fellowship. John's book ends with the people of God assembled in the presence of God, worshiping him in holiness and reigning together over all he has created. Much like Adam and Eve in the garden many centuries before, John whose heart yearns for that day, is moved to write even as millions have been moved to pray. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus twenty two twenty chapter twenty The End of the Devil in Death Punishment. Chapter twenty one The beginning of a new heaven and earth pictures. Chapter twenty two a final warning I am coming soon. Promises. Insight. A very holy city. Revelation 21.16 The cube has special significance in the Bible. 21.16 In both the tabernacle and Solomon's temple, the most holy place was a perfect cube. In describing the New Jerusalem as a perfect cube, 1400 miles on each side, God is presenting the city as a vast holy of holies. Insight. Sadness in the old, Gladness IN THE NEW, REVELATION 22.4 Perhaps the saddest words in the entire Old Testament are these. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3.23 By contrast, some of the gladdest words in all the New Testament are found in today's section. They will see His face, Revelation 22.4 As one commentator put it, Sin drove man from one garden, Grace brings man to an eternal paradise. Are you ready for that day of gladness and joy? Revelation Chapter 20 The Thousand Years Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven with the key to the bottomless pit and a heavy chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, that old serpent, who is the devil, Satan, and bound him in chains for a thousand years. The angel threw him into the bottomless pit, which he then shut and locked, so Satan could not deceive the nations any more until the thousand years were finished. Afterward, he must be released for a little while. Then I saw thrones, and the people sitting on them had been given the authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their testimony about Jesus and for proclaiming the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast of his statue, nor accepted his mark on their foreheads or their hands. They all came to life again, and they reigned with Christ for a thousand years. This is the first resurrection. The rest of the dead did not come back to life until the thousand years had ended. Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. For them, the second death holds no power, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and will reign with him a thousand years. The Defeat of Satan. When the thousand years come to an end, Satan will be let out of this prison. He will go out to deceive the nations called Gog and Magog in every corner of the earth. He will gather them together for battle, a mighty army as numberless as sand along the seashore. And I saw them as they went up on the broad plain of the earth and surrounded God's people in the beloved city. But fire from heaven came down on the attacking armies and consumed them. Then the devil, who had deceived them, was thrown into the fiery lake of burning sulfur, joining the beast and the false prophet. There they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever, the final judgment. And I saw a great white drone, and the one sitting on it. The earth and sky fled from his presence. But they found no place to hide. I saw the dead, both great and small standing before God's throne, and the books were opened, including the book of life, and the dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up its dead, and death in the grave gave up their dead, and all were judged according to their deeds. Then death and the grave were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death, and anyone whose name was not found recorded in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire, Revelation 21, the new Jerusalem. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega the beginning, and the end. For all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. All who are victorious will inhabit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But cowards, unbelievers, the corrupt, murderers, the immoral, those who practice witchcraft, idol worshippers, and all liars, their fate is in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. Then one of the seven angels who held the seven bowls containing the seven last plagues came and said to me, Come with me. I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. So he took me in the spirit to a great high mountain, and he showed me the holy city, Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. It shone with the glory of God and sparkled like a precious stone, like jasper, as clear as crystal. The city wall was broad and high were twelve gates guarded by twelve angels, and the names of the twelve tribes of Israel were written on the gates. There were three gates on each side, east, north, south, and west. The wall of the city had twelve foundation stones, and on them were written the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. The angel who talked to me held in his hand a gold measuring stick to measure the city, its gates, and its wall. When he measured it, He found it was a square as wide as it was long. In fact, its length and width and height were each 1400 miles. Then he measured the walls and found them to be 216 feet thick according to the human standard used by the angel. The wall was made of jasper and the city was pure gold as clear as glass. The wall of the city was built on foundation stones inlaid with 12 precious stones. The first was jasper. The second, sapphire. The third, agate. The fourth, emerald. The fifth, onyx. The sixth, carnelian. The seventh, chrysolite. The eighth, beryl. The ninth, topaz. The tenth, chrysoprase. The eleventh, jacket. The twelfth, amethyst. The twelve gates were made of pearls, each gate from a single pearl and the main street was pure gold, as clear as glass. I saw no temple in the city, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of sun or moon, for the glory of God illuminates the city, and the Lamb is its light. The nations will walk in its light, and the kings of the world will enter the city in all their glory. Its gates will never be closed at the end of the day, because there is no night there and all the nations will bring their glory and honor into the city. Nothing evil will be allowed to enter, nor anyone who practices shameful idolatry and dishonesty, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Revelation chapter 22. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street, On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. No longer will there be a curse upon anything, for the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him, and they will see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads, and there will be no night there. No need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them and they will reign forever and ever. Then the angel said to me, Everything you have heard and seen is trustworthy and true. The Lord God who inspires his prophets has sent his angel to tell his servants what will happen soon. Jesus is coming. Look, I am coming soon. Blessed are those who obey the words of prophecy written in this book. I, John, am the one who heard and saw all these things. And when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said, no, don't worship me. I am a servant of God, just like you and your brothers, the prophets, as well as all who obey what is written in this book, worship only God. Then he instructed me, do not seal up the prophetic words in this book, for the time is near. Let the one who is doing harm continue to do harm. Let the one who is vile continue to be vile. Let the one who is righteous continue to live righteously. Let the one who is holy continue to be holy. Look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gates of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life Outside the city are the dogs, the sorcerers, the sexually immoral, the murderers, the idol-worshippers, and all who love to live a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this message for the churches. I am both the source of David and the heir to his throne. I am the bright morning star. The Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let anyone who hears this say, come. Let anyone who is thirsty, come. Let anyone who desires drink freely from the water of life. And I solemnly declare to everyone who hears the words of prophecy written in this book, and if anyone adds anything to what is written here, God will add to that person the plagues described in this book. And if anyone removes any of the words from this book of prophecy, God will remove that person's share in the tree of life and in the holy city that are described in this book. He who is the faithful witness to all these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people, my daily walk. Congratulations. If you began reading through the Bible last January and have stayed on schedule, today you will finish reading the New Living Translation of the Bible. Perhaps occasionally, as you found yourself swimming through Psalms or jogging through Jeremiah, you were tempted to breathe the prayer that was on John's lips as he concluded writing down the lengthy book of Revelation. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, 2220. But if Jesus tarries, the coming year will bring the exciting challenge of new steps of growth. We are not at our best perch at the summit. We are climbers at our best when the way is steep. Amen. That is awesome. I just wanted to say to everybody, congratulations on reading through the entire Bible with me. It's been a great honor and pleasure to do it with you and for you. And I'm looking forward to reading it all over with you again just want you to know this isn't the end, it's just the beginning, as the Bible is a perpetual reading that we read through our entire lives as Christians to learn more and more about our Creator and to gain spiritual wisdom each and every day as we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior. So just because we read it once doesn't mean we stop there. That means you go to read it twice, then three times, then four times. I believe wholeheartedly that it's every Christian's duty to read the Bible from cover to cover, not only to get a relationship with God and our Lord Jesus Christ and to understand his character, but also so we never get misled by false doctrine and false preachers who twist the truth to their own destruction. We want to make sure that everything that is preached is in the Word of God in its proper context. And it's up to us as Christians to read the Bible thoroughly and spiritually, with our Father in Heaven, and with our brothers and sisters, to make sure that everything that is said is within the limits of God's owner's manual and righteousness. I just wanted to say that it's been a great honor to do this with you, and I'm looking forward to reading it with you again. And I just want to say, peace be with you. God bless you. It's been a great journey, and we're going to continue on this journey with the Lord till we go home to be with Him. May God bless you richly for being faithful to him, and God bless. Peace.